0: Block talk radio
1: in the councils of government
2: we must guard against
1: the acquisition of unwarranted influence whether sought or unsought by the military industrial complex
0: in dallas texas three shots were
3: fired at president kennedy's motorcade in downtown dallas the first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting.
2: It is
1: a big idea. A new world order.
0: It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes.
1: Either you were with us or you were with the terrorists.
0: believe a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals.
1: Americans, the how and the why of our beloved republic are so much better known and understood than the who. The United States of America was born in 1776, but it was conceived 169 years before that. The earliest settlers had watered the new world with much sweat. They had built substantial holdings for themselves, for their families. And when the time came to separate themselves from a tyranny an ocean away, at best it meant starting all over again after the ravages of war. Researching what you're about to hear gave a whole new dimension to my reverence for our nation's first citizens. All others of the world's revolutions before and since were initiated by men who had nothing to lose, nothing to lose. Our founders had everything to lose and nothing to gain, except one thing. Hello, Americans. I'm Paul Harvey. You remember the cherry tree fiction, a long time after you have forgotten the more earth-shaking history-making episodes in the life of George Washington. You have misplaced in your memory the details of Ben Franklin's statesmanship, but you remember his flying a kite. Joyce Kilmer was a great military hero, but the only thing you personally recall about him is his poetic tribute to trees. Maybe of this current decade, that which will be remembered best will not be its wars and its moon rockets or its crumbling frontiers or the giants who lived and died. Maybe all that'll survive to linger in the day-by-day vocabulary of generations yet unborn may be the, the songs of a Memphis minstrel or the reincarnation of electric automobiles. But for any eve of the 4th of July... I, Paul Harvey, do herewith bequeath unto you something to remember. You may not be able to quote one line from the Declaration of Independence at this moment. Henceforth, you'll always be able to quote at least one line. It's in the last paragraph where you will recall when I remind you. It says, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. In the Pennsylvania State House that's now called Independence Hall in Philadelphia, The best men from each of the colonies sat down together. This was a very fortunate hour in our nation's history, one of those rare occasions in the lives of men when we had greatness to spare. These were men of means, well-educated, 24 were lawyers and jurists, nine were farmers, owners of large plantations. On June 11, a committee sat down to draw up a declaration of independence. We were going to tell the British fatherland, no more rule by redcoats. Below the dam, a ruthless foreign rule, the stream of freedom was running shallow and muddy. And we were going to light a fuse to dynamite that dam. This pact, as Burke later put it, was a partnership between the living and the dead and the yet unborn. There was no bigotry. There was no demagoguery in this group. All had shared hardships. Jefferson finished a draft of the document in 17 days. Congress adopted it in July, and so much is familiar history. But now, King George III had denounced all rebels in America as traitors. Punishment for treason was hanging. The names now so familiar to you from the several signatures on that Declaration of Independence, the names were kept secret for six months for each knew the full meaning of that magnificent last paragraph in which his signature pledged his life, his fortune, and his sacred honor. Fifty-six men placed their names beneath that pledge. Fifty-six men knew when they signed that they were risking everything. They knew if they won this fight, the best they could expect would be years of hardship and a struggling nation. And if they lost they'd face a hangman's rope. But they signed the pledge. And here is the documented fate of that gallant 56. Carter Braxton of Virginia, wealthy planter, trader, saw his ships swept from the seas to pay his debts. He lost his home and all of his properties and died in rags. Thomas Lynch, Jr., who signed that pledge, was a third-generation rice grower, aristocrat, large plantation owner, After he signed, his health failed. His wife and he set out for France to regain his failing health. Their ship never got to France, was never heard from again. Thomas McKean of Delaware was so harassed by the enemy that he was forced to move his family five times in five months. He served in Congress without pay, his family in poverty and in hiding. Vandals looted the properties of Ellery and Clymer and Hall and Gwinnett and Walton and Hayward and Rutledge and Middleton. Thomas Nelson, Jr., of Virginia, raised $2 million on his own signature to provision our allies, the French fleet. After the war, he personally paid back the loans, wiped out his entire estate, and he was never reimbursed by his government. In the final battle for Yorktown, he, Nelson, urged General Washington to fire on his, Nelson's own home, which was occupied by Cornwallis. It was destroyed. Thomas Nelson, Jr. had pledged his life, his fortune, and his sacred honor. The Hessians seized the home of Francis Hopkinson of New Jersey. Francis Lewis had his home and everything destroyed, his wife imprisoned. She died within a few months. Richard Stockton, who signed that declaration, was captured, mistreated, his health broken to the extent that he died at 51. His estate was pillaged. Thomas Hayward, Jr. was captured when Charleston fell. John Hart was driven from his wife's bedside while she was dying. Their 13 children fled in all directions for their lives. His fields and grist mill were laid waste. For more than a year, he lived in forests and caves and returned home after the war to find his wife dead, his children gone, his properties gone, and he died a few weeks later of exhaustion and a broken heart. Lewis Morris saw his land destroyed, his family scattered. Philip Livingston died within a few months from the hardships of the war. John Hancock, history remembers best due to a quirk of fate rather than anything he stood for, that great sweeping signature attesting to his vanity, towers over the others, one of the wealthiest men in New England. And yet he stood outside Boston one terrible night of the war and he said, burn Boston, though it makes John Hancock a beggar if the public good requires it he, too, lived up to the pledge. Of the 56, few were long to survive. Five were captured by the British and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes from Rhode Island to Charleston, sacked, looted, occupied by the enemy, or burned. Two lost their sons in the army. One had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 died in the war from its hardships or from its more merciful bullets. I don't know what impression you had had of the men who met that summer in Philadelphia. But I think it's important that we remember this about them. They were not poor men. They were not wild-eyed pirates. These were men of means. They were rich men, most of them, and had enjoyed much ease and luxury in their personal living. Not hungry men, certainly not. Terrorists, not irresponsible malcontents, not fanatical incendiaries. These men were prosperous men, wealthy landowners. They were substantially secure in their prosperity. They had everything to lose. But they considered liberty, and this is as much as I shall say of it. They had learned that liberty is so much more important than security. That they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. And they fulfilled their pledge. They paid the price. And freedom was
4: born.
5: All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson podcasting here. Understanding the times in which we live. Restoring our republic. Uh, I think that that was a good intro there before I... These off to the uh people gentlemen of the republic that are on here and uh but uh you know cuz we have so much and we hear about the bickering and the patriot movements today and we everybody's you know I want this we're arguing online on the Zoom conferences we're hanging up on each other blocking each other uh I and look at what these look at what we're fighting for what these men started out with what they what they sacrificed you know, um, and I like what he says there at the end, that certainly we're not terrorists. And that's what people believe today. And that's what they're taught. George Washington was a Freemason. Uh, this one, you know, listen. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. He didn't have wooden teeth either. You know, so I used to believe that he was a Freemason until somebody showed me a, an actual letter that where he wrote that he was not. And He denounced it, actually, but uh, that's, that's not what the show's about here tonight. It's about, you know, what are we going to sacrifice in our, today? We know our country is in trouble. We know our world is in trouble. We know we're heading for a new world order, and we know we're up against the same odds that the founders were up against because look at what we're up against. We're up against the technology, the information war, the disinformation war, the people that are brainwashed, the chemicals, the vaccinations, the, uh, the food is poisoned. I mean, I say, you know, we got it just as bad as they did. So what are we going to sacrifice or when are we going to come to the table and finally put that, place that sacrifice on the table that they did? When are we going to do that? When are we going to say enough is enough, not one more patriot goes to prison, not one more patriot gets their house, their house raided and their dog shot or their wife shot or their kid shot, not one more child gets kidnapped from CPS. I can go on and on and on about the things that are happening in this country today that we can say enough is enough, and we don't have to go to the national scale to do it. We can do it right in our backyard. Anybody wants to talk tonight? six five seven three eight three zero six one six. after we lead off here with the Republic. Go ahead, Jim.
6: Good evening, Joe. Good evening, America. Uh, Governor Carpenter from the Colorado Free State here. Kind of leading the conversation. we got uh, Governor uh, Henning from uh Free State of Wisconsin and um, his associate there, uh, co-author of the Reinhabit of Books, uh, and author of a new book coming out. Uh, God's solution for America, soon to be released. And uh, uh, Representative Binder from the uh, Free State of Iowa, I believe. Is that right, Mark? So uh, that's our panel tonight. Welcome, everybody. You know, and the story goes on, Joe, because the fight goes on. It's an everyday fight. It's an every generation fight as to who's in control. And, and, uh, we've lost control as a society for a while, but we're going to get it back. And, uh, but the story goes on like this that there's also grassroots people involved whose names weren't on that list because they weren't signers on that document, like the De Haven family, personal friends of mine. There are many, uh, streets and, and dedications to their family. They were shipping magnets and came across with a Mayflower. And, and when uh, Washington needed to cross the Delaware and was running out of money. They uh, they sold their family assets, turned it into a quarter million in gold. Meant that uh, George Washington and the Patriots and they went to France and secured provisions to get the troops through and across uh, across the river that fateful day on Christmas. And so, my uh, my grandmother's side. Uh, she was a director senator the to of the American Navy, and her uh, her sister had a daughter that was Amelia Earhart, and on uh, my granddad's side, he fought with John Brown to freedom for the slaves in bloody Kansas, and I've been standing in a fight for 12 years, and, and, you know, it's not about family tree. It's just that people's morals and judgment and things seem to be passed on down, and, and we're privilege to be associated with people that have stood for something enough to have a name in history as all of us here on this panel and on this radio show tonight and I've found all of you and there's been many Patriots Judge Bill out of Arizona that was murdered because he beat the court system into the ground they were embarrassed so he got the bullet and uh they arrested our president, Turner, and he threw him in Marion in a dark hole, told him he'd never see the light of day, and uh, they still have control of him. And, uh, yeah, the fight goes on. Welcome to the rest of the story. So my question to you, America, is where is your place in history? Are you even going to be a footnote like the DeHaven family or like my, some of my ancestors? Well, this is our time to make a difference. There was an interesting talk that started last night I heard about resurrecting an old uh, committee, and that's the church committee. Uh, And um, that's quite a history. And um, Governor Henning, you've had a moment to uh, kind of refresh yourself on this topic. Can you kind of help uh, educate us as to what the, the church committee has been about what well, we can expect it maybe to go
3: yeah i can uh, thank you governor carpenter thank you america for uh, coming to this platform and joe again thank you for allowing us to bring some education to the american people um i did have a, f- a few moments here i did uh, bring this off the internet here a few minutes ago and i'll just read to it if i may it's not real long what i have in front of me um on january 27th 1975 senator Frank Church led a new Senate committee formed to investigate allegations of U.S. government spying on its own citizens. The committee's uh, report led or laid the groundwork for today's controversy over the NSA surveillance programs. Back in the past, or back in the post-Watergate era, Church and his colleagues weren't concerned with international terrorism, but they were uh, was the overseas connection to Chile. The committee was reenacted two revelations that the FBI and the CIA appeared to engage in unconstitutional surveillance of Americas during that era. And there's a link there. You can read the church committee report on that. Um, Then I'll read on. There are elements of the story that seem familiar today. On December 22, 1974, Seymour Hersh, a New York Times investigative journalist, reported on a previously confidential CIA operation involving Chile. Part of Hirsch's report also detailed what appeared to be illegal spying and operations on thousands of Americas, Americans by their own government. Church com- Committee labored against government concerns about revealing confidential information, and it did receive wide bar- bipartisan support in Congress, but in resulting reports in 1976 led to a mem- Uh, Momentum in Congress to pass the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, of 1978 under FISA, the National Security Agency, would now work with the secret Foreign Intelligence Service court to approve surveillance on Americans and the foreign nationals. And there's a link there also that you can go there and read the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act uh, for more reading. I'll read on. Revelation, Revelations in the Church Committee report included the early existence of the NSA surveillance programs that dated back to the Truman administration and the Vietnam War. Project Shamrock started in 1947 and it allowed government to copy telegrams sent overseas without obtaining warrants. Five years later, Truman formally established a national security agency to handle such efforts. In 1960s, the NSA started another operation, Project Minaret, to monitor the communications of, in parentheses, correction, in quotes, watch list. Individuals without a warrant. People on the watch list included those who attended public protest about the Vietnam War, such as Muhammad Ali, Dr. Martin Luther King, and even Senator Frank Church. During the Church Committee hearings, Senator Walter Mondale publicly asked the NSA could the could be used by President, in quotes, A, in the future to spy upon American people, to chill the interrupt political dissident. Activities related in FISA in the post-Watergate era went mostly under the radar until the New York Times reporter James Risen and Eric I'm not going to be able to – received a 2005 that government bypassed the secret FISC court. The conduct, the conduct surveillance on Americans in the days after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, It retrospect, the church committee's leg, legacy is the attention it gave to the constitutional issues and the balancing act between the personal freedoms and the national security. It is this indifference to the constitutional straits that is perhaps the most threatening of all evidence that emerges from the findings of, church, of the Church Committee, said historian Henry Steele Kamminger. But the committee had its critics in, 19, correction, in 2007. Charles Freed told PBS that it has mixed legacy and best that is tied to the Watergate era. FISA is one of the bad prices we're paying for Nixon. Pride told Bill Mowers back then in the dis- discussion about the Bush administration's interruption er, or inter- interpretation of FISA in the post-9/11 era. Another former, another voice, former CIA Inspector General Britt uh, Snyder said in the article on the CIA's website that Church Committee helped the NSA operate within the law. Snyder was on, was a counsel on the Church Committee. Tasked to investigate NSA activities, as upsetting the demoralizing as the Church Committee's investigation at Donnelly was, it caused NSA to institute a system which is which it which keeps it within the bounds of the U.S. law and focused on its essential mission. Twenty-three years later, I still take some uh, satisfaction from that," he said in 1999. Today, the issues in is, in front of the church committee will still remain in the public arena as a constitutional debate, as the constitutional debate continues over the Fourth Amendment, privacy, and national security. End of reading. That's the article I have.
6: Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that insight. So, you know, it's hopeful that maybe we're going to get a little breakthrough and and they're really going to uh, take a look at, How the government has been weaponized Against the people And the reality is Folks, in my opinion That uh, The bad guys investigating the bad guys Um, You know, there was only 20 uh, Predominantly 6 That uh, our representatives are really held out To get the rules changed So that the people can have a seat At the table again And uh, I'm proud to say our representative that we helped get elected over here in Western Sopa, Colorado, Representative Boebert. Um, and she uh, stood firm, and uh, we're proud of her, and kudos to her. But nevertheless, that's how thin a margin it is. So, you know, the outcome, there's no guarantees in life, I don't think. But I think that probably if these people do their job, that's going to filter down to the local level to our County commissioners and, uh, uh, perks and bribes and, and buy-offs and, and we probably are going to see people involved in our ag business, uh, that can testify to atrocities or how about our County commissioners and our local sheriffs that, uh, have ignored the vagrancy laws because Soros' foundations or non-governmental organizations have infiltrated and set the the law for us so that they're assured if they do follow the law that they'll be bankrupted by these big organizations like Soros' foundations. And so they let vagrancy and crime run in our streets. And that's all part of those atrocities against the people. I don't know. It looks really interesting in days to come. And at the end of the conversation, if we all got our wish, then my question is to you, the American people, who's going to run this show? Because the seats are all vacated. What's that going to look like? And maybe, just maybe, we ought to start thinking about that. Because it looks like, that our time is getting closer and closer all the time. I'll uh, open it up. Governor Henning, uh, got any response?
5: Yeah,
3: I sure do. Uh, you know, it's about time. We've A lot of us here have been standing and holding these American uh, republic seats for a decade or more. Um, you know, uh, it's something that I've been looking for when i first uh, stepped into this in late 2010 early 2011 when i put my red thumbprint on on the dsr but and we always wonder where's our handbook you know how do we how do we re- re-inhabit our republic you know but then dave and gene hurtler they sat down and committed three and a half four years of their lives in writing the the two books Reinhabited, volume one and volume two and one is one is the truthful history of america which is awesome you know, there's our handbooks, and the volume two is the story of the re-inhabitation. I can't thank them enough, you know, and from my heart that the American people should really get a hold of those and, and read them. But, you know, I know most Americans want instant gratifications today, but, you know, uh, just recently uh, we vetted uh, Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Miriaki into the Republic. I know they're still working through the Senate on that, but what she did is just amazing. She did a... Uh, I think it's 37 minutes long, it's a video, and she kind of condensed what the Hurtlers have done uh, to paper in these two volumes. In America, you should take a look at that. Go to republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org and and take 37 minutes out of your lives and listen to what really happened to your public here in America. I'll yield there. Thank you, Governor Kirk. I
5: think uh, I think uh, one thing is that we put up uh, also that we I need to mention out there is, is Sandy did the great job in that video and she got a lot of responses and a lot of positive responses too. And it was a, a piggyback a piggyback of what the Republic originally started and put out with the uh, the uh, claim of sovereign intent, their interest uh, uh, document there. And and nobody's going to sit there and read 150 pages, 141 pages, or whatever, whatever and they're not going to do that if you know, most people today. But then the Hurtlers put the books out, which was a great read. And I remember when they first came out and they came on my show, I think it was 2015 or 2014, I'm not sure, I have to look at the cover when they signed it. Uh it came on they, uh we talked about the uh, re-inhabited, and yet today we live in another again we're changing changing people we're faster style, nobody's gonna sit down and read a book you know I mean so we got now we're gonna set audio versions and and whatnot but so back to Sandy's video is they condensed everything down in a quicker format, and there's no blueprint or handbook on how to uh uh, uh fix this fix this thing really and like we were just talking about did you hear the opening? Uh, one of the founders there had his wife was on her deathbed she died his thirteen children scattered all in different directions when he came back. they were gone. His wife was dead <clears throat> you know he died a couple of weeks later of a broken heart. You know his family imagine that, thirteen or thirteen children gone we're at war, pretend we're at war right now in america what what you you come home or you know your family's gone you you know they're dead well you know where well, you know did that what you want America is that what you want? You want it to get that bad before we fix things. You really want us to turn into a Ukraine, you know, because really that, that, that's what the new world order wants. And they will destroy America. They will. This is nothing, nothing to them. They'll level this to level we, what they did to Berlin in World War II. You know, so, you know, we – they will – I, I just don't – I just don't can't strain it enough through people's ears, minds, hearts, and souls that what we're up against here, the evil – and and everyone thinks there's some secret document out there in these patriot groups. Like we, we 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 have them come on here and the bickering and arguing. Well, what has the republic done? Well, what can you do for me? How about what you can do for yourself? You know, the republic is not here to serve your needs. Okay, they're not here to serve your but everyday pe- problems.
6: Aren't these the people yeah. like to go JFK speech? What can that's not that your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country? I mean, yeah. he had it nailed.
5: I mean, last night I was on about the Tennessee Republic. Uh, uh, page, okay, and they're just starting out, with, and and what they're doing there, and and I was invited there by somebody. I'm not gonna say who or stick them out, but I was invited there, and I I, I shut up and I listened and I listened for a while, but then I put my hand up, and even when it came to my turn, I diverted because I really wanted to get more information, and I was in military, so I didn't want to just take up the floor and talk. But you know me, I could talk, and I could start attacking people, and uh, I could rip a platform apart, and and. And really, I got after me of three minutes of talking i was I was muted and 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 shunned and and really really, uh what I had to say there was not welcomed because I was bringing forth truth that look what you're doing here, trying to form a grand jury, a common law grand jury, or a committee or assembly, has been done. We have to learn from our previous mistakes. So that's all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to say, okay, you want to do this, but let's learn from the mistakes of years ago. This other guy, he's putting together a grand jury or has a grand jury put together in Florida. A state grand jury has no jurisdiction over federal. It cannot bring federal claims. You can't do that. You need a federal grand jury to go after Biden or or this COVID thing. A state grand jury. And you will be charged and arrested if you try doing that. You know, and people don't understand this stuff, and they don't understand the mistakes and the hardships that the republic has gone through over the many, many years of things, the the devastation that we had to go through, like you brought up earlier, uh, uh, the the brother that was killed, uh, the many people that were killed, murdered, people that were arrested, people that had to flee, people that went to prison. Oh, yeah, well, there's only, that I means. well, why, why didn't you go to jail, Joe? Why didn't you go to jail, Jim? Or, well, you know, and immediately they start playing fingers. You must be an FBI agent. You must be working undercover, you know? I mean, it's, it's complete asinine stuff they come up with. And they start, and then it takes away from the spirit of everybody, and it divides everybody, and it crushes the, the movement and, the, and at that time. You know, and it makes you wonder what these people are really trying to do. Are uh, you know, is it they don't want to hear my voice because maybe they're the ones the provocateurs? Maybe that they don't want to hear my voice because they know what they're doing is wrong because they know if they get a jury together, a common law grand jury, and they go, they they get these clowns together and they they start talking about we're going to arrest Joe Biden or arrest judges or anything, uh, they <laughs> you're going straight to a federal prison, people. Okay, I don't care if you've got the law on your side. I don't care what documents you have in your hand. I don't care if you're a sovereign king and you think you're king and queen and everybody put together. I don't care. You're going straight to jail, and that's where you're going. And you're not going to – there's going to be no standoff, and there's not going to be any of that nonsense. You're going, and that's it. And you're going to be sitting there for 20 years just waiting for your damn trial. All right? So think, use your brains, do things the right way. We don't need to arrest Joe Biden. What do we need to arrest Joe Biden for? The guy's eighty, what something years old now? How old is this guy? You know, I mean, he's not going to be around in five years. I mean, you know, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's Looney Tunes anyway. What do we need to arrest him for? Why do we waste time even talking about that? We have bigger fish to fry. We've got to go. What about the Federal Reserve? What about restoring our currency, restoring honesty in our currency, our, our, our uh, monetary system? Why not going from within and, and, and flipping the seats of uh, uh, the de facto to the jour? What are those, those ideas? Just because I make a suggestion doesn't mean it has to be that way. I'm just throwing things out there that can work that haven't been tried yet. You know, because we have the numbers still. We still have the people. We still have to put our nickels and our dimes and our little $100 bills together and overcome the big money finances of the Jesuits and the, and the, uh, the uh, Zog or whatever you want to call it, and the Zionists or whatever, you know, that control all the money, bankers, banking cartels. We, we still have the power of the purse. We, the people, still have to pay for everything. And if we don't want to buy it, they, well, they, will start, they have no control over us. We shut them down. We don't go to work for them. They shut, we shut, they shut down. So they still need us, but there's going to be a day when this new world war is not going to need us pretty soon. And then we're in big trouble, people. You might as well just – like that founding father story there with the 13 children. They all scattered one way. His wife died, and he died of a broken heart. It's going to be stories like that. We're going to be in big trouble. Let's try to avoid that. Let's avoid that. We've got the intelligence. We've got the ideas. There's not no Exodus 18 model. We're not going to restore any God or Bible in this country right away. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to get up everybody going to church and uh, living like Moses. All right? It's not going to happen. We've got to come at this new world order every which way that they have attacked us, and moreover, and triple that. Because these people control the media. They control They control. Our food, they control the medical industry, they control every aspect of what is important in our daily lives and our children's lives. So how do you combat that? Yes, we need the military. People, we got that flak. Remember, Jim? you got know, the military. Well, you don't need the military. What do you mean the military said you got to have? We, we're, we're giving you permission to do this because the military is giving you permission because you don't run nothing in this country. You have no constitution. You have no constitutional rights, and if they pull the rug out from underneath you, it's too bad, and you're going to have to deal with it. So shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. We do need the military behind us. We do. I just don't understand where these people get off. My taxes pay for that. And then they move they back to the child syndrome. They, they become baby brains again. The people that are awake, these patriots who know so much, just all of a sudden become stupid again when they get into these arguments with us about the republic. They, all of a sudden their knowledge just disappears about the new world order. And, you know, my taxes pay for that. Yeah, it, look, your taxes, remember, you don't have no taxes. There's no such thing. The Federal Reserve controls the money. It's fake. You're the debt. You know, and you got to go back and tell the whole story all over again. So, folks, when can we start uniting together and putting something together, a real grassroots? I don't care if you want to call it top up, bottom up, top, sideways down, whichever way, is diagonal. I don't care which way it goes. But let's get it together and start taking back our republic and restoring our republic. I just don't so, know how
6: let, to, Yes, go ahead. Let me comment a little bit here. See, this is... Um, people say about, well, what does the Republic do for you? Well, you know, it's just one small piece of a big puzzle. And uh, for things to get put back in proper perspective, it has to be a worldwide event. And so the Republic is just a piece in that puzzle. Um, the, uh, the White House. Um, which have been around. I verified that from uh, military people back in uh, Reagan's administration um, that there were white hats back then. Are friends of mine, um, and, uh, um, and people say no to that, Jim. People
1: say no
5: to that. People say no, but it's true. We had the, we had a United retired United States Army general on this yeah. podcast that said it was true. <laughs> all, I mean, no, I mean, go ahead, is. Jim. You no, so I'm just so saying. No, just,
6: because you, just because you don't agree with it, don't mean it's not true. It's uh, yeah. actually the facts. So, um, and then, then we stood up the republic, and that's just—it's been waiting and incubating uh, for the rest of the events to come into play. And they should have come into play long before now, but the deep states much bigger and much deeper entrenched. And so it's encouraging to see that the people have taken control and got control of the house, and these investigations are going to start to go down. You say, well, gee, you know, all these all these people are still running around. Well, no, they're not. Have you checked your mail today? Because the young man that uh, uh, developed uh, Twitter, I believe he was 21, and he couldn't take any more of the pressure amidst his luxurious lifestyle, and with the release of the files that Musk is releasing, and he he did himself away. is what I understood today.
5: Oh, who, who, so, oh really? Who did? You yeah, know, he wasn't the founder. Yeah, he was there, the founder of Twitter.
6: He was the developer of Twitter, the guy that, that put it all together, I believe. Really? And, uh, yeah. My my uh, a friend was uh, telling me about it as I was driving down the road. So I'm, well, he couldn't um, be twenty-one if he put got, together
5: Twitter. He couldn't be twenty-one, so uh, maybe a, he did when he yeah, was twenty-one. There was point. a
6: real young, there was a real young guy. But anyway, just research it. I know that. Yeah, know, like I want to look into that in line and look yeah. into that. But that's you know, there's been a lot of bankers and a lot of people that have fallen off the of thirty-story buildings, you know, with millions of dollars in their account. Uh, oh yeah. You know, just like this guy that was hiding out in the islands and he decided life was too tough there, he'd go to come face justice. So
5: Saddam uh, Hussein was probably seven hundred and fifty million dollars. How did Saddam Hussein get a suitcase with seven hundred and fifty million dollars in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last time I he was never over here, you know, vacationing. Yeah. Uh Uh, press one, anybody wants to jump into conversation, six five, seven, three eight three, zero, six one, six. And again, we give this platform this is a worldwide platform. I'm on Amazon, I'm on Apple, I'm I'm uh Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. This thing's everywhere. I finally got it everywhere, and I'm giving the people a voice to talk about the things that are in view. I got six open shows every day. You guys can have the platform. You guys can have it and open it up to Patriot groups. Nope, okay. Nope. Nobody wants to jump on it. Instead, they want to go to uh, TalkShoe or Zoom and have 12 people in there and think that's a victory. You know, I mean, you understand that there's 22,000 downloads of this show. I mean, yeah, we're not seeing or Fox, but that's pretty good for alternative media. You know, well, I can show I you the stat we... sheet. Yeah.
6: I can remember when we've crashed your show the servers a couple of times. Yeah. So, you know, our voice is out there and, and they're hearing us. And most importantly the people that need to hear us are hearing us, you know. And the military hears us. We got a lot of a lot of following worldwide from the military and they know they're they're probably better informed in a lot of aspects as to what's going on than than some of us. Some of them are, some of them yeah. not like the rest of us. But, but you know, there's common law thing, conversations.
5: But, but but hang on, no, is, Jim, I brought it up actually, Jim. Hang on, I'm going to cut you off here. I want to ask you your opinion on this. The common law thing and the jury thing, uh, this 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 like the Tennessee Republic and these people that are putting together this sophisticated uh, research into common law, and having Article Three courts reestablished in uh, America. I know we've talked about it in the past, but maybe, or maybe someone from the Republic can maybe uh, give their thought patterns on this and how this is going to come about or or come to be. And and number two, part to that question is, last night I was asked. She said, "You re- re-inhabited North Carolina in 1997. Uh, this is your state, free state of North Carolina, technically. Uh, what have you been doing all these years?" Well. <laughs> You know, and I kind of, like, I felt insulted by that, and I said that in a way, in a polite way. I said, well, that kind of insults a lot of the patriots that have been sacrificing since that time, and before that time, that have given a lot, you know. So what have we been doing? <laughs> you, know, uh, I, you know, I you I know, don't know how to answer that question, because I would take a couple hours here to tell you what I just personally have been through, you know. But, um Jim, you want to jump on that, or somebody else, or Mr. Henning, or Mr. Hartler? Uh, I know we had a conversation before the show, with Mr. Hartler. There.
6: Well, the only the only thing that the American people have to realize is that this is a, probably the biggest event uh, in the history of the world since the fall of Rome, and um, you know, a lot more a lot more dramatic in a lot of ways because of the technology. Um, you know, in past shows, we've proven to people from Supreme Court rulings, through patents filed, through people's testimonies, that this whole COVID thing and all this stuff is all about transhumanism, and we know that the uh, enemy of uh, the deep state wants to own and control all of us and, and do world depopulate population uh, depopulate the world, and so, you know, they've exposed their agenda. We're living through it, and... Rather than, you know, uh, everybody has to wake up, you know, and, and we're looking for those people that are already awake that want to find a way to put constructive action to the, the problem. And we do that through organizing and coming to a common table, which is the Constitution, and adherence to that. So that's what we're all about. In that big, uh, big puzzle, we're just a little piece, and we've been educating, we've been getting our voice out, we've been planting seed. That's all we've been called to do. We never were called to overthrow the government. We never were called to enforce uh, the people's mandates from the grand juries that were held previously. We were called to do what we are to do, and that is to stand the ground and to educate people and to get people on board And everybody's time of reckoning and understanding comes at different times, and that's all understandable. But Lieutenant Mary she's come along tremendously in a year's time. So it's just how much dedication you want to have in doing the research. And, you know, if you don't do the research and you're out there floundering and trying to get a grip on life, well, God bless you. But, you know, get some traction one of these days. Right, Joe? Yeah.
5: yeah. Well, what it is also is, too, there's a lot of people out there that get frustrated. Is uh, We've had people come on here, uh, they put together websites and they put these Zoom calls together and they look at the views and they're like, they, they say it becomes frustrating to them that that's all they can muster up and get together. Well, there's you have to understand that many people, you know, it's different aspects of the Patriot community out there that doesn't really even come on the Internet you know and uh and there's other people out there that don't even you know are doing other things at different times of the day you know you, you, really to get the voice of the people together all together you'd really have to do a 24-hour thing where you'd have run it around the clock you'd run a platform or a station that would be nationally recognized or known that where you'd have someone manning the the microphone all at all times You know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there, five hours here, and because otherwise you're missing time periods. I saw that happen once a few years ago when we did a Zoom channel uh, with some people across the country. We got together about five of us, and we stayed on the Zoom call every single day, all night long. And we would get, and what I saw from that was, is you would get different groups of people that would come on a couple hours and talk and about this, you know, like we're doing, and then they'd close out, and then the next batch would come in. You know, so what I'm trying to say is that there's different times and different uh, days and different groups of people out there that uh, we can't get to all on the same page as that we want them on and work with us or we work with them. It has to be, we're a country of many different people and many different beliefs and and many different ways. But we have to have one, like you said, common solution and goal kept on as a foundation, and that's the Constitution. Unless we're going to rewrite the Constitution and come up with something new, we have to stick to what the Founders started for us, and we have to get back to our republic. And We lost it. We know we lost it, So, uh, but we have to restore it completely the well, way the Founders intended it to be.
6: I can make a good argument that we started losing it when we started losing our respect and understanding of the laws of nature, and nature is God. And yes. when, we got, when we got soft on that, uh, we started losing our way. And so today we find ourselves with nobody has a common moral compass because we're all taught by the de facto that we're all individuals and we've got a right to be an individual. Well, that's absolutely true according to the books I read. But the books I read also say that in real life, folks, not video games, actions have consequences. And inactions have consequences also,
5: yeah. Press you one. Got
6: something to add to that, David. Yep. Yep. What do you have to yep. say, Yeah, press David? 1.
5: want to get that announcement out now. Everybody. Press 1 when you call in. A lot of people don't understand that when they call in. I see a lot of drop calls, and I see people on the Internet, too, trying to get in. You've got to call 657 to call by phone, and you press 1 once you're connected, and I will uh, connect you, patch you through, unscreened, uncensored. Your number's not logged or stored anywhere, and you can be totally anonymous. Or you can even block your call and call in if you want. I don't care. You know, but if you have a voice and you feel like your voice needs to be heard to stay on, you know, the general topic of what we're we're talking about here, which is restoring our republic and our republic business out there, uh what's going on in our country today, or in your state, or in your county, or local level, please, by all means, this is your platform. And by also real quick, Again, I have other shows open throughout the week. All you got to do is contact me or contact someone from the Republic. You want to do your own podcast where you think you have to discuss or you have ideas about these assemblies, these committees, or restoring your Republic in your state. The platform's open there for you to use it free of charge. Uh, You know, so you can't beat that. And I already told you what we're connected to and what I have already. Now, you're not going to get on here and do no pornography. You're not going to get on here and start swearing and cussing. You're not going to be doing shows about wrestling or sports, NASCAR, driving. No, strictly about, you know, the republic, our country, and the Constitution, okay? So go ahead there now. Uh, Would you have Mr. Hurtler lined up or somebody?
6: Yeah, David, you, you got a minute? I
0: do. Thank you. I'm honored to be on this program. I want to say God right now, I pray that you give us a different street, a different avenue, show us what direction you want us to go, what we are to uh, bring to the American people. I want to talk about Sam Adams, the great Christian statesman. Um, you know,
6: by order, David, you got an echo in your, in your phone there.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, is that any better does that does that sound any better no
6: yeah i think so a little bit yeah
0: okay, okay let me give it a go uh benjamin rush a couple of years ago i found out what he said he said that we created a government on christianity he said without christianity we can't have virtue without virtue we can't have liberty and i almost fell off my chair Well, Sam Adams, a great Christian statesman, said a general dissolution of the principles. Let me use a different word for dissolution. Disintegration of the principles and manners will more surely overthrow the liberties of America than the whole force of the common enemy. But then he said this, while the people are virtuous, they cannot be subdued. But when once they lose their virtue, they will be ready to surrender their liberty to the first external or internal invader. But then he finished it by saying this. If virtue and knowledge are diffused among the people, they will never be enslaved. This will be the great security. I want to go on and I want to just quickly say this. The Meacham Report came out March twenty seventh, 1854. And I want you to listen, America, I want you to listen very carefully to the words of the Meacham Report. It says that the adoption of the Constitution... Every state provided ready for the support of the church as for the support of the government. Down to the revolution, every colony did sustain religion in some form. It was deemed peculiar proper that the religion of liberty should be upheld by a free people. Had the people during the revolution had a suspicion that of any attempt to war against Christianity, that revolution would have been strangled in its cradle. At the time of the adoption of the Constitution and the amendments, the universal sentiment was that Christianity should be encouraged, not any one sect or denomination. Any attempt to level and discard all religion would have been viewed with universal indignation. The object was not to substitute Judaism or Mohammedism or infidelity, but to prevent rivalry among the Christian sects to the exclusion of others it christianity must be considered as the foundation on which the whole structure rests laws will not have permanence of power without the sanction of religious sentiment without a firm belief that there's a power above us that will reward our virtues and punish our vices in this age there could be no substitute for christianity That in its general principles is the great conservative element on which we must rely for the purity and permanence of free institutions. That was the religion of the founders of the republic, and they expected it to remain the religion of their descendants. Two months later, that House of Representatives that heard the Meacham Report came out with this. They wrote it down the great, vital, and conservative element in our system is the belief of our people in the pure doctrines and divine truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And to end this, I want to say this. Going back, when we had a real good republic, when the founding fathers were firm, when there was... there was. Uh, a a great deal of respect for the word of god the laws of nature and of nature's god what he created in the 66 books in the canon of scriptures Joseph story who was a judge in the supreme court back then he said this listen very carefully what he said there's not a truth to be gathered from history more certain or more momentous than this what could this possibly be what he's going to say That civil liberty cannot long be separated from religious liberty, danger, and ultimately without destruction to both. Now listen to this. This is what Joseph Story says. He says, wherever religious liberty exists, it will first or last bring in and establish political liberty. This is what politics means. Listen very carefully. This is what politics means. The science of government, that part of ethics, moral principles, which consists in the regulation and government of a nation or state for the preservation of its safety, peace, and prosperity. I want to ask you, where did liberty come from? It didn't come from government. It came from God. Look up 2 Corinthians 3.17, and you will read about God gave us liberty. Governor, I, I appreciate my time. I'm honored to be on this program with all of you.
6: Thank you, uh, David. I appreciate that very much. Governor Haney, uh would you please tell people how they can get involved in our republic? I will. Thank you.
3: Thank you, David Hurtler. Um America, go to uh, republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org. There you can educate yourself. You can uh, help educate your children. Um, there's the reinhabited books there that you can order online, uh, donate to the Republic. Uh, the Hurtlers have donated those books to the American Republic, so any funds that come in go directly into supporting your American Republic. But volume one is reinhabited, Republic for United States of America, The Truthful History of America. Again, you can order those books online at re, re, republic for United States of or amazon.com, uh, Barnes & Noble, um, or reinhabitedrepublic.com. And Volume 2 is Reinhabited Republic for United States of America, Volume 2, The Story of the Reinhabitation. Again, you can order that book in the same place. But on the national website, republic for United States of go to the interim records and, and read the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest. Uh, the, the american republic has served those physically on on the world in the world courts um, we didn't ask their permission to re-inhabit peacefully and lawfully the american republic we just put them on notice and we're holding these seats for you um, all of you america it's time that you all get together and we all work together as a unified uh, body of people and we get this republic restored peacefully and lawfully But there's a legislative under that Interim Records tab. You can go there and you can listen to all the House gallery call recordings. Um, It's what has your Congress has been doing for all these years. Uh, Divine Providence tab, there's prayer calls. You can come to our prayer call on Monday evening and listen to um, uh, Wade Butler, our national chaplain, and have support him and his calls. And then there's another tab that is the Republic News Radio Broadcast Recordings, which is part of this here, too. We re- archive all the radio shows for, for close to a decade now that you can go back in, into last 10 years, at least, to listen to the radio shows. Uh, there's uh, press releases. Go there. There's many documents that have been released uh, across the world, and public notices also under that tab. And then there, of course, there's the Get Involved tab. There's so many other things there. You can donate to the Republic, volunteer your skills, um, join the Republic there. Uh, there's another one about the Republic. It's the Executive Summary. There's, many, there's a resource library. There's many documents there that you, help you understand. And, and this is a great educational tool uh, for America. Um, our kids aren't being educated properly, so this will help all Americans understand uh, where we're at in this world. But let's never forget the the Holy Bible. Our founding fathers used that to uh, glean the Constitution of the uh, United States of America, uh, the Declaration of Independence, and the Bill of Rights. So let's read the Bible. Let's bust that off and really stay uh, firm in this biblical law form. And there's another book that Gene and David has written. It's James Timothy Turner, an American President and Political Prisoner. And it's a legal brief, and appeal to the courts of heaven. It tells the true story, what happened to our first restoration president, James Timothy Turner. Um, It's written. It's a very short read. So read that and understand that that man had put it all on the line for all of us, and they had kidnapped him and incarcerated him for, I believe it was 2012 to date. I yield, Governor. Thank you.
5: Uh, Mr. Henning yeah yeah I just want to say something here uh, again, anybody else who wants to uh or have a conversation or have a question a direct question uh or comment on what they've been involved in with or what they've uh, tried to do to help restore a republican There's many different people out there that uh, take the time around the internet doing their thing and uh setting up groups and uh Facebook pages and sites and they and I always notice that throughout the years that they they start off you know. Wow like right out of the gate and and then just they peter out and phase out and they get into that, that slump and then some never come back. And others just keep going and they find out new ways of uh trying to handle, you know, uh the, the evil that's out there against us that that uh we're up against. And there's and a lot of some people I brought this up too and I want to bring this up again, be careful if you're gonna be doing that birth certificate stuff. I advise you to stay away from it. Um I remember years ago there was a few people that I knew that were able to overcome that um, and actually got access to their TDA accounts. Um, and uh, I remember they went to fidelity.com at that time, you could do it, now you can't, and at, where they found, you know, saw them their themselves being traded on Wall Street, you know. Uh, and they built a website, and next thing you know, they got paid a visit, you know, and uh, scared the hell out of them. And they, I remember talking to him on the phone. The guy was so nervous, and so I'll talk to you, Joe, and that's it. But uh, yeah, I'm all done with this, you know. And, and, and you know, it's like, you know, I mean. You were just in this to get a free ride, to, to cash in some phony account, to pay off your mortgage, and and you thought you were going to set up a website and become a millionaire and live life of the rich and the famous. And and uh, you know, I mean, what were you thinking? You know, I mean, I just don't get it. And and that's what I'm saying. You know, we're we're not here to to uh, offset your bank account or your uh, excuse me, your car loan or your mortgage. Yes, they're all fake. They're all, the bank commits a felony when they give. You know, you don't, when they do the mortgage process, it's a big long, big long story on how they go about it, and, and it's been proven in a couple court cases across this country. But it'll be kept hidden from you. It won't be on the mainstream news media. Um, I remember during the foreclosure nightmare in 08, that uh, these documents came in. That's when they started resurfacing, and you know, the IRS is a fraud. People don't want to pay their taxes, and. That's the big thing. I heard that last night too. I, you know, I I live free. I'm not paying my taxes, and you know, I'm, I'm off the grid. And I can walk into the courtroom and file a common law document, and they'll hear it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you just go ahead and you keep thinking that way. I told you once, and I told you twice. You know, you're not going to get away with it. You know, and you, you're just not. You're not going to do it. You're just not. I mean, so all these classes and seminars that people are holding across the country, you know, pay fifty dollars and a silver coin and this, and you can learn. You could be free, you know, uh, you're free from the system. You could live off the grid. You could put two stakes in the ground and get electricity, and and you know, throw water in your gas tank and drive forever. You know, come on, you know, come back down to planet Earth. You're not building a spaceship and you're not going anywhere, and, and everything's not going to be for free. It's just the way it is. But we can change the evil and the corruption within our system and restore our republic and start there and then see where it goes. I mean, but again, to revert back to what I was talking about earlier, these these uh, these uh, accounts that are, that are hidden from the people and this birth certificate stuff. Yes, the birth certificate stuff, all that what you hear, a little, even a little bit of it is probably true. But stay away from it. It's not for you, trust me. Just stay away from it. These people are not going to say, oh. Joe Gibson, he figured us out down there in North Carolina, up there in Washington, D.C. He sent us his green card in the mail, and he's going to uh, accept for value all his bills. Oh just give it to him. Give him a sample. You know, let him live for free. You know, he figured it all out. You know, no, it's not going to work like that. You're not going to figure stuff out, and they're going to be all up here, be up there in the, at the Capitol saying, Oh, wow, Joe Gibson figured us out. What are we going to do? You know, no, it's not going to happen. Or you or anybody else isn't going to figure anything out that's got these people. It's not. It's all been played out and done. Now it's time to re- not rewrite history, but write history for ourselves and do what's right and stand up for what's right and start. Live in a more moral and and righteous lifestyle, and build that righteous army across the country that can be people of of character, great character, and and honesty, and and be willing to put the work and the effort into it, and be standing on a call, sitting on a call for an hour and a half, not oh, an hour and a half on Tuesday, oh man, I gotta go bowling that night, you know, if that if that's the attitude of you or anyone you know or, or that's the attitude you think you're going to take that and you've done something great, you haven't. And you're not going to, have to fix anything. You're more of a problem than anything else, and you're wasting our time and everyone else's. And God's going to deal with you. We're not going to deal with you. So, uh, Jim, anything else about this dogfight we're in?
6: Well, I go back to the... Uh... The hope that we have that uh, our new uh, house is going to stand for the people, that they've got control, it looks very positive that uh, the Freedom Caucus has done their job, and and, uh, we're going to get some results. I'm real impressed to hear what's coming out. And And it's Freedom Caucus.
5: Yeah, this Freedom Caucus, again, for the new people that tuned in or people that are in my chat here, uh, just, um, again, just quickly outline that, what this is, this Freedom Caucus, and or how people can maybe help or what they should be watching for.
6: Well, the Freedom Caucus is the people that held up the vote on the House Speaker uh, because they needed to get the the dictatorship rules of the House away from uh, the deep state and back to the people. And so that's what that big fight was all about. And so now, if McCarthy doesn't do his job, they can't even replace him. And it doesn't take many people to do that. It's a vote of no confidence. And uh, it was in place for eons until Pelosi got in the House and passed her own rule that said nobody could come against her, that she was a dictator. And so she, she killed the House as far as being a representation of the people. She was a dictator, and she knew it, and that's how she acted. But our freedom caucus got it back and that's Bobert from Colorado and Buck from Colorado and and um several of the other people um that stood together that the traitors, the twenty people that were traitors to the corporation that were patriots to us. And uh so I
5: got a question you for know, you, Jim. I got a question for you uh, yeah. about, about, uh real quick here. The uh this this the um Tennessee for I I talked to you about it earlier though cuz I was on a call last night with the Tennessee Republic uh it uh they got a site up um um it's about uh, let's see the Tennessee Republic uh it says led by we the people of the land of Tennessee and uh it, it, it go. It, it's very. I've seen this angle before, but I'm not too sure about it because they're coming from kind of like a way of the Republic way, you know, in a, in a way, and they're using all the right words. So I, I'm, I know I'm, know I'm putting you on the spot here, but it says there the Tennessee Republic Study Group has built an environment of support and helpful resources to make sure that partnership is always a priority. Tennessee Tennesseans have a passion for freedom as strong as their creativity for music if you are searching for truth and becoming a part of a free and independent republic reach out to us our success is driven by the hearts minds and souls of our community come and join us um, What do you what, what do you think about that is this something that we've seen before?
6: <laughs> All part of the waking up process You know and even if it is uh, of suspicious character, they're waking people up, and they're giving people a place together, and come together. And At the end of the day, there's only one Constitution. That's the one we all love and want to see upheld. And At the end of the day, the republic's going to get stood up, and it's going to be uh, formed by the people, and I get to go fishing, and somebody better gets to take my place. and Same with the governor. Well, they King put it
5: on here, Jim, they put on here laws of nature and of nature's God you know, orderly yeah. governing of the United States of America, you know, so that's key.
6: That's not saying they're not They're not saying that they're not one of us, you know. I don't know every yeah. governor or every every movement that's going on out there. But uh you know, that's a that's a good point, Joe. We all believe in the same thing. I mean if they're really who they say they are then they're us. They don't, you know, yeah. Come on.
5: Uh, well, we well, well the reason why I said
6: it you is it about egos it. or what is it?
5: Yeah. Well, the reason why I said it is because it's coming from a different way that we have not seen before uh, with these other patriot groups out there. It's it's more of, like I said, the laws of nature, nature's God. It's, it's you know, and, and a lot of the stuff that the uh, republic, you know, the constable thing, oath of office for the town constable, uh, justice of the peace. I mean, those are things I talked about uh, over the years, the justice of the peace, very important um, uh, position in your county, on a county level. Um you know, so it's interesting. Uh, is it something that, that's going to uh, grow across the country, where people are going to get involved across the country? I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, but I'm just saying this is one example of of the movements out there, the patriot community, that really is a part of the, our republic. But where are they tonight? Where are they? You know, I come to their, their platform. You know, where are they? You know, uh, again, this is where we talk about, you just said it, the ego thing. You know, the, the, uh, the, the, it's my, my platform and I'm in charge, you're muted, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> so we we have to overcome that. That's the biggest killer in the patriot community I've found over the years. Surely Mr. Henning and Mr. Hurtler must agree with me on that, that that's the biggest killer that we have is the, the, the individual personality overcoming what the real goal is.
6: Yeah, we had a big push here a few years ago within the republic leadership where in a committee study we reached out to these various groups like the Constitution Party or uh, different patriot groups that are really well-known and have a big, big place at the microphone. And, you know, very few of them wanted to talk to us. And the ones that did, it all boiled down to the same thing. You know, don't rock my boat. You know, I'm the leader of this ship. I get paid by this, you know, foundation or this nonprofit or whatever. And, uh, or I have a status, you know, thing, regardless of the pay. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, give up my position, whatever it is, to uh, join in with somebody else. Uh, Gotcha. That was key. Yeah, I like that. You know, isn't that what you're telling me, the same thing? You know, it's like. Yeah i got my position yeah. in life. Don't rock my boat. Leave me alone. Leave me
5: alone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's I think correct, the Republicans Jim. read to that. Go
6: ahead, Jim. Yeah. I'm, yeah, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I
3: apologize, too. Yeah, Jim, that's something I learned from the beginning is that you had to put your ego down. You know, this isn't about, like, me or I. This is about the American people. You need to put your ego down and uh, work together in, in a unified, unified, you'll think
6: yeah, I that's think right. uh, that's, uh, our, that's our that's our oath of office. That's our oath is to serve the people, you know. And the people doesn't mean a singular person over everybody else. You mean everybody has a right, you know. And I've come to find out, you know, twelve or fourteen years of this, the republic mentality and uh, way of thinking is a little different than uh, what's taught today, and sometimes. You know, especially in the early years, I had to back up and say, wait a minute, you know, that's not really the intent of the Constitution. You know, everybody should have an equal voice. Everybody should have a equal uh, respect uh, for each other, you know, and typically that's when the confrontations developed in our history, you know, and on the floor of the Senate or the House is when people, you know were disrespectful you know as long as they were respectful and brought their opinion to the table and did it in an orderly fashion you know things moved along and that's where we are today and we need to get away from the bickering and, and uh, fault finding and start looking for solution finding and that's been my that's been my sermon from this podium for years Joe yeah let's get away from all the negativity and let's get to solutions I, I want to talk about a new problem I'll rehash you. So. Yeah.
5: Yeah, you're right. You're correct anyway, on that.
6: I'll open the floor to anybody that has a closing comment.
5: Yeah, anybody, uh, press 1-657-3830-616. Press 1 so we can start wrapping it up here. Uh, and uh, what we'll do is plan for the future here in the next few weeks. We'll try to get some guest programs in here. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, uh, I got some ideas. Possibly where we'll just line up 30-minute guests where they just we do one-on-one with them and talk about the Republic. Maybe some sheriffs uh, or some other people that are in the patriot community across the country that are well-known. Maybe uh, get them lined up to uh, contribute to the platform and maybe uh, tell their story or, or get involved with Sheriff Mack and that you know people like that, such as that uh in that type of realm or circle. So, it's the phone number 657 We're going to start if we don't get uh, a couple people here to jump on board with us, uh the uh, and press 1, then um we will uh give, do our closing thoughts. So, press 1. Folks, you want to get on here and talk about your republic? Then uh, now's your chance. All right, I think we got uh there we go. There's one. Okay, 608. here it goes 608. Go ahead. Nope, well, you I thought I had you. 314. And the call screen, my call board is jumping around on me here. 314.
7: Hi, I'm I'm with you. My my name is Jen. Hi Jen, how you Hello?
5: doing? Hello? Yes, Jen, go ahead. Hi,
7: thanks. Uh Jill, thanks for for holding this this space with such dedication and energy um and for welcoming folks to come and uh Share their ideas, share ideas and their reactions. And reactions. Um, um, c- kind of an unsung, unsung role, role. Um, um, and, and I, I, I've listened to you now for, now for, I think, about the last six months, six months and joined you during the reading, um, reading of the reading of the Declaration of Sovereign, Sovereign Intent. Sovereign Intent. Um, um, I want to uh, uh, also, also express deep gratitude, yeah, though, though, though we say it often to Governor Hemming and to Governor Governor Carpenter Carpenter, and to Representative Binder Binder, and to Gene and David David Hertler and to to our our friend, the judge from Indiana, Justice Waters. Um, Waters. Um, Um, There, again, just this uh, dogged pursuit of truth Uh, truth. and uh, Um, persistent persistent. faith faith that we're on the right track. And that we are indeed one people, um, and I extend the same gratitude to the folks in Tennessee, though I've not met them i I'm, I'm, I'm not that savvy in the realm that is podcasts and uh social yeah, I, I have no social media presence um, and I've had big big periods of fear um, that uh I, I, we we, we as a family, talked a bit about pursuing, you know, shaking off our driver's licenses or examining our birth certificates and uh, removing ourselves from the de facto, the, 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 the grip of, of, of evil that that is. And yet, in so many ways, it's impractical in, in just our daily lives to pursue. Uh, it, I, I'm, I'm struggling to find practical ways to share this this story of our nation, it, 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 I, I can't even get it across to our our twenty year old son um, without meeting the sort of battering you get from folks who are just resigned and uh, weary and overworked, and uh, their faith is is flagging. Um, so I ask for your email, uh, Joe. Oh, so that okay. I can share with you uh, some music that I have that sets these words to melody. And I believe that when the people come together and they know these words by heart, um, there will be some, some shift. Um, you had a guest oh, four weeks ago who, who talked about the application of the arts. Um, it, it, and I know there have been many, many noble efforts to, to uh, bring music to the movement. But what I remember from uh, movements back in my school days was that cheerleaders mattered. And that the pep band mattered. Yeah. Um, wow. That the marching band mattered. Uh, and there's a reason why the military has a cadence and, and, a, and a strong horn that can play taps and revelry. And and I I hope that I can become a more active member of this beautiful community of, of, as you you say, patriots, mothers and brothers and sisters. Um, So I'm running on, and and that's another fear I have of of joining you, that it just becomes a a rattling on diatribe of uh, my own angle. I, I just would like. To connect in a more tangible way. Well, you
5: did. You say, did yes. in a way. You just did. Okay. You just did. It, some ideas popped into like It was like light bulbs were going on with some of the things that you said that I really have never really thought about, like the music po- aspect to it. And the first thing that popped into my mind was the image of the founding fathers beating on the drum. You know, and, you know, yeah. they got the drum, you know?
7: Yeah, yeah. There, there's We march in step. And I don't mean that we're, we're marching militantly forward to, to cause trouble and hurt and pain and, and, and you know at the application of, of heavier arms, but we have the arms to carry, uh, to carry our children forward, to carry those who are weaker forward, and the truths are held in the same strength and power in the hearts, minds and souls, regardless of our, of our physical savvy or or our, our skill sets. I think when this movement is, is um, distilled to uh, the, the root of what it is to be an American, yeah. uh, we, we, we pledge allegiance. I'm a substitute teacher, and I listen to these children stand up every morning promptly at 8 o'clock, and they pledge allegiance. To the republic. They haven't the foggiest idea what a republic is. And perhaps many of the faculty don't know. And there's not time to talk about it. But we do it over and over again. So there yep. has to be some remnant of hope and faith that indeed this will be the way of life that prevails. And so we've written about it and we've spoken about it and we've debated it. Um, the only thing I can, and, and I wish I had, you know, like a, a fancy CD to lay in your hand. I do have some MP3s, and I'm not saying I'm the right singer for it, or that I got the right band for it, but that we start whistling the the the, the, the tune together, and, and that the words be the, the very words of our founders, of our great 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 grandpas, our our the melody song.
5: of freedom, it, melody it, of freedom.
7: Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to know also how to get a hold of the Tennessee folks because Nashville is there, and right, they are people of of great music, and maybe there's a collaboration where, I can let go of these songs that have been rattling around in my brain, and you know, here at my house, but not going anywhere. I'm happy to let go of them, that they may be sung.
5: Yeah, I have you their their, their website that. right here. Uh, if you got a pen, I'll give it to you right now, uh, if you can. Yes, I mean, that's yeah, all right, take that's, your time.
7: Okay, I'm tennis park. All right.
5: You go to you go to uh um it's Tennesseerepublic dot org. That's what okay. you go to. TennesseeRepublic.org, dot org. And that's their website. That's the one I was uh to to people I was communicating with uh, last night. And then my email is uh Joe Gibson. Yep. is home at Yahoo.com. Very easy to remember. Joe Gibson uh-huh. is home at Yahoo.com.
7: <laughs> well, and, and you know what? My, my great-grandmother is a is Gibson uh, and was married oh, to okay. Joe, Joe Gibson. So we're, we're probably cousins or kin somehow.
5: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. Yeah. This, this yeah. yeah. During the revolutions, who knows? <laughs> there who, knows? Be something. who
7: knows? Who one, knows? One more, one more brief comment. Uh, sure. I, I was extended the honor by Gene Hurtler and Dave Hurtler, as I got to know them across the last dec- decade to step into the office of secretary of state for the free state of Wisconsin, uh, an office that I feel ill-equipped to even approach. However, I, I, I uh, uh, presented a, um, uh, my, my resume, if you will, and my interest in the position. Um, and I, I want you to know that my feet are firmly in this movement for the Republic for the United States of America. And, and I will admit, I'm still trying to work through these, this two volume. Uh, as, as you said, a lot of people don't read. Um, and uh, the fellow from, from the Righteous Army was on and was talking about doing a, a recording. For those of us who are more of a book on tape, kind of folks who hear better than we do read Uh, these are powerful pieces of literature that that must be understood and there are some of us that can teach them and there's some that can listen Uh, but uh, please know that that my heart is with this powerful effort with Tim Turner incarcerated with our our intrepid president Buchanan uh, Geiger Uh, it is, the the ripples across history of what is happening in the people that are involved in this movement, across the board, from all backgrounds and stripes and creeds and and approaches, uh, we are one people. So help me to not be afraid, you know. Try to weigh in and not lurk. Well, You're amen. God mind. bless.
5: God bless you, and thank you for your okay. your uh, kind words and uh, and your input tonight and uh, motivation actually. And that's uh, that's like a breath of fresh air listening to uh, your voice. And that's what I think. Maybe that's the answer to what we were trying to a- uh, ask ourselves before the show when we were talking amongst ourselves. We need to hear those voices that aren't really or maybe just listening or just don't really call in that much and and, and give uh, give that you know a little uh talk about themselves and how they feel about our country because that's important how you feel about our republic and what you see what's going on out there and and what you're doing or maybe what your lack of not doing and and because we all can maybe yeah. do better or do more
7: I respectfully yield back to to you moderator bold moderator all right, thank you
5: Thank you, thank you, God bless you, thank you so much um, Alright, well that's, uh, uh, I guess, I'd like to respond yeah,
6: to the lady ahead. there, Joe Sure um, I'm Sorry I forgot your name, but uh, I'm sure I'll get to know you um, Yeah, I appreciate your input, and I I, I too uh, struggle with what you shared and your lead in, and uh, you know, I had a conversation with God one day, and you can, everybody gets to take that as they want, but uh, you know, he clearly impressed upon me that uh, I was only supposed to be light to a dark world and to plant seeds. And it's up to him to bring forth the harvest. And, uh, you know, I look at the republic that way, too. People say, well, what did the republic that well? The Republican in cooperation with the White House, has accomplished a lot. And we're well on a, a, a better place for humanity. Um, and believe it. And you're seeing it playing out in front of you. And it's an exciting time to be alive. And everybody has to have their own time to wake up. Some people get out of bed in the morning and hit the ground running, and other people need to have six cups of coffee and lay around for two hours so they get their motivation. So everybody's different. But, you know, be who you are, glorify God, plant good seed, and, you know, let the Holy Spirit and these people work it out and turn it over and don't carry the burden. Amen. Amen. It's it's written that there are people that have ears to hear and eyes to see, and uh, there are those that don't. And this is their time to self-identify, just like the bad people in government and the evil that's going on around us is all being exposed, and it's a time of waking up. And you're just privileged to be part of that waking up process. And thank you for your contributions. It's all one-on-one and one person at a time. Um, welcome to the conversation. Yeah, thank okay, you, um, dear,
3: yeah. Uh, Jen Hedden, I wanna thank, yeah. yeah, thank you, Jen, for uh coming on the call and I wanna tell you from my heart, my heart welled up and the uh, tears came to my eyes. was listening to you speak this evening and, uh, I know your music, I'm familiar with it and I agree that it should be getting out into the world I Wanna thank you for all that. But just keep in mind that you had talked about driver's license and other things. These things will fall off. So, including the all the three letter agencies will disappear when the republic has built it up. But again, thank you and uh, tell your husband hello and, and, hello and you're awesome. Thank you, dear. thank you, dear.
5: Okay, you want to pray us out? Uh, where's our representative there who wants to get ready to pray? Or, or Mr. Hurtler, if he wants to comment there. I'm sorry, I didn't want to forget about you, Mr. Hurtler. I don't know if you had something else you wanted to add here real quick before we pray ourselves out of here. David? No. All I right. got a
2: comment, um, Joe. comment,
5: Joe. Oh, okay. was Who, this? Where did he come from? Oh, there he yes. is. All right. Wow, I'm connecting people I don't even know I got out here. <laughs> Go ahead. This is How you doing?
2: I've been doing fine. You know, I've been hearing this stuff, and I'm not talking about anyone here. For all my life, all this going to things going to be okay. We're going to hold hands and kumbaya and all this stuff. And... It don't never work. You look at this compromise that was agreed to with the Speaker, and just take one of them, like the balancing of an amendment to balance the budget. Did you hear all the ifs and buts that's in that? And if it's an amendment talking about the Constitution, what those ifs and buts turn into on and off switches. They turn it off when it's convenient and turn it back on when they've got what they want. And here's the point. If you can't accomplish with the ballot, if it cannot be accomplished with reform, rule changes, and promises, then there is only about three soluble options left. One is COS. If that fails, physical division and separation. And if those above does not bring back liberty and freedom, the last is that which many of us dread. And you know what that is. I ain't going with yep. them compromises. When you go compromise, you come back and get off. Come back from the table with less than what you had when you went there. These people are treacherous. They are treacherous. Just listen to their narrative as they try to explain things. Look at the difference between a Joe Biden incompetency national secrets as a vice president and that of how they describe Trump. The most vicious, treacherous, systemic racism in the country is this media. Listen to the adjectives that they use or do not choose to use. Anyway, that's what I had to say.
5: Well, all right. Well, thank you for that. And, uh, just well, ma'am, let me ask you real quick. What, what? Uh, well, I'm not gonna put you on the spot, but what, what do you see? I mean, obviously, throughout your life, you said all your life you've heard this. Uh, what do you see is the best way to make a change out there? To are we are we doing what we should be doing uh, as far as out here talking about it at least on this podcast? I mean, are we? I mean, we're not sitting around doing nothing. I'm sure you're not sitting around doing nothing. You're obviously out here with a voice. Uh, well, uh, is this the right way to go about it? What we're doing now or do you see is there some other magic solution or other solution that you'd like to see happen
2: i think it's practically lost really you know the state supposed to control that federal government they don't do it take any congressional representative a congressperson they come from a district that consists about four or five state representatives they supposed to control that congressperson from that district they don't do it Federal government yeah. is running completely wild. The OJ is running completely wild. And all we're gonna do is well we hope that they start acting right. It's not gonna happen. I ain't never seen it happen yet. And then too, look what they're doing to your kids. So whatever you try to accomplish today, your, your children are gonna ignore or tear down in the future.
5: Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that's why we're, we're we're the republic, and we we're not a part of the de facto. And and uh, Jim, you maybe or some or Mr. Henning, maybe uh, uh, expound upon his comments there before we wrap it up.
6: It's all back to the people. If enough people become and are who they say and want they want to be and who they are, then the majority rules. It's real simple. But there are those stuck in the wake up period that. Haven't been privy to the backdoor conversations you and I have, Joe, and many others over the the ten-year plan, and our perspective on that subject is different, and that's why people come to the call, uh, in my yeah. opinion. And uh, so, you know, I see the ten-year plan unfolding. I see the attempt to mitigate the damages um, out there working amongst us, and. Uh, um, I follow other sources, many sources worldwide, and I see 2023 as our year. And so what concerns me is that the people are all stuck in the analyzing phase and they don't know how to implement And that's what I really am trying to to focus on is bringing people to that conversation as to the implementation part, um, which is how we gain our reality and our freedom. So thank you for joining the show tonight, my friend. Good to hear your voice, and I hope you come back.
5: Yeah. All right. Um, uh you want to pray us out here? Where's our representative that prays us out? I, I called on him a couple of times here. Out here.
4: All right. No idea, Go ahead, Joe.
5: and then we'll wrap it up here, unless we get somebody else. Right. Wants to Jump in here. Go ahead.
4: All right. First, I'd like to reiterate what uh, David Hurtler uh, talked about a little bit earlier, talked about the Supreme Court Justice Joseph Story, who was also actually a professor at Harvard Law School, um the last sentence in this quote here is very, very profound, I think. So. And it says it all. Wherever religious liberty exists, it will, first or last, bring in and establish political liberty. Might be a thinker, but there's a lot going on there in that, that one sentence. So Heavenly Father, we give thanks for the many blessings being poured out upon you, by you, for the multitude who are in need of them. All the praise and glory is yours for all time. We seek to praise and glorify your holy name and worship in celebration of the victory against evil satanic adversaries that, are your, that your word guarantees us to have. Well, Father, Matthew 5, verse 9 tells us, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Verse 10 says, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And verse 11 says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you, and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. That's Jesus' sake. The so Father, strengthen us today because we're in the, that time where anything against the true interests of the word of God finds a ready admission into the news media of the world and is treated as general information. And where anything in favor of the word of God inspiration and divine origin and its spiritual truth is rigidly excluded as being controversial the lord god caused a lying media and deceptive pulpits to fold like a house of cards would in a mighty windstorm so that truth will be proclaimed throughout the world and in those who are asleep shall be awakened and father in their place set up righteous media and righteous pulpits we pray psalms 91 over our military we pray Psalms 82 over our courts and Psalms 75 of the entire, over the entire world. And we do this with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. And God save the republic. In Yeshua's name we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen.
5: Alright, everybody. Until next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's your republic. God bless. Take care. Let me
1: make this An absolute fact the goal is world peace that must be our prime responsibility we are the leader of the free world whether we want to be or not and therefore we are the only one
6: that can preserve
1: the peace and to do that we must have strength meeting this mission and responsibility for preserving the peace which I believe is a responsibility peculiar to our country, that we cannot shirk our responsibility as a leader of the free world because we're the only one that can do it.